Stop fucking up my holidays, assholes. Right. This episode of Misinformation Podcast is brought to you by Barclay Photography. Barclay Photography provides studio, location, and cosplay portrait photography at a ridiculously reasonable price. Barclay Photography is unique in that in exchange for allowing Barclay Photography to utilize the images for promotional purposes, the subject owns all of the images. You receive a disc with all images from the photography session to do with as you choose. They're you, so they're yours. There is only one week remaining in the special November holiday promotion. For the low, low fee of $100, you will receive a one-hour studio session of up to four subjects booked in the month of November, an additional fee of $25 per additional subject. Included is one retouched image of your choice. Additional images may be retouched at a rate of $25 per hour with a one-hour minimum. In most cases, multiple photos can receive basic retouching in an hour. This deal is hard to beat. Contact Barclay Photography at misinformationproductions at gmail.com or www.facebook.com slash misinformationproductions with questions or to set up a session. Happy holidays from your friends at Barclay Photography. This is Walt from Tell Him Steve Dave. I'm Chris Hardwick. Brian Quinn from Practical Jokers. I'm Jim Gaffigan. I'm getting Steve Dave. I'm Chad Lindbergh. Hi, this is Mike Zapsack. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men. Brian Johnson of Tell Him Steve Dave and Comic Book Men. Misinformation Podcast, baby! Information podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Misinformation Podcast by emailing misinformationpodcast at gmail.com or find us on the Twitters at Misinfo Podcast. Welcome to Misinformation Podcast, episode 245. With you, as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Yo. Hello. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm good. Oh, I ate the whole thing. Well, I stopped two pieces shy. I only went with the 12-inch this time. That's what she said. Hey. Oh, uh, it's been a weird week. It's been a weird week for me, man. I'm sure it has. Uh, last time we talked uh, was two weeks ago, and uh, I had made the decision I was not going to go back uh, to Ames, Iowa, for the Iowa State Theater uh, 100th anniversary celebration. I was able to move some shit around on my schedule so I could make it down for at least one day of it. Um, something tells me that when they ask the question, so what have you done? Failed stand-up comedian and podcast host is not the answer they're looking for. It actually is. Uh, well, yeah. Because it makes them all feel awesome. Because they love Schadenfreude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, I had a really good time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had a blast. I got to see a lot of people that um, I hadn't seen in years. I got to see people that I didn't know I knew. Yeah. I got to see uh, – I got to hang out with uh, Tony Forsmark. That, that you didn't know you knew from classes you don't think you took? Uh, I think I took it. 
I'm pretty sure I took it. I just don't remember much about. It. I know who I know who taught it. I know that I taught. I know who taught the class, but I don't remember much about it. <laughs> um, it was weird. But uh, Tony and I hung out. I actually went down Thursday and helped him uh, teach a, a theater workshop at Nevada High School. Fun. Yeah, it was actually a lot of fun. Um, you know, uh, it was a weird. It was a weird deal because uh, Nevada High School was. Uh, it's volleyball, state volleyball season, mm-hmm. um, and their team had made it to state. And so they were playing that day, and they also just happened to be playing. Uh, they were leaving to go to the game right as the workshop started. So he, when I, it was actually a, more of a Q&A deal for that p- part. And so kids were literally leaving in the middle of him up <clears> there talking to them oh, about, man. yeah. Um, so that was fun. I wish, in retrospect, what I wish we would have done is I wish we would have handled it like a true Q&A where I would have moderated it. And asked him the questions because I think it would have moved a little smoother that way. Oh, sure. Um, Because basically what he was doing is he was reading the cue cards of the questions they were asking him. And I was just sitting in the back taking pictures. Um, So I think it would have been a lot of fun to treat it just like an actual panel Q&A discussion. Um, But I I wasn't sure what the dynamic was there. So I didn't, you know, by the time I figured that out, it was way too late. Um, But still, it went really well. It was a lot of fun. But it was just weird watching kids get up and leave. And they're like, I got to go catch the bus to the state volleyball tournament, you know. and so that class was an actually like some kind of advanced speech class. Um, so that wasn't really the theater kids. The theater kids were in the afternoon. And strangely, the theater kids were pretty much exactly what I expected high school theater kids to be like. Oh, yeah? Uh, one, they were all super nice kids. Um, they were uh, a little zany, a little wound tight, like a little hyper, but good kids, polite friendly we actually went out to dinner with most of them after the uh, after the workshop and it was a lot of fun the we we kind of gave them some pointers it was funny because he gave them pointers on how to get into the business and what what the business will do to you i gave them pointers on how to use uh theater education uh in other jobs because that's more likely we're i thought you were it. gonna say he gave them pointers on how to get into the business and uh, i gave them pointers on how to get out of it yeah <laughs> well you know and, and, and he, he he basically was talking about you know hey here's how the business works and stuff and i was like tony do you mind if I add something here? I was like, look, realistically, there are 100 people in the theater department at Iowa State that I worked regularly with. Out of those 100 people, two of them are, are steadily working in Hollywood. It is unrealistic for any of us to believe that we will definitely make it. So that being said, everything you learn here in high school theater, everything you learn in academic theater at the college level can teach you how to be better at any job you do. There are going to be tools that you will take away from a theater education that will help you be better at other jobs in other fields. So don't be discouraged other than by the insurmountable debt you will accrue. <laughs> yeah, which is you know? even more than yours oh, now. Oh, ridiculous. You know, I, we're sitting at the theater banquet, and it, it, like, it washed over me, the logic. I have the equivalent of a fully loaded Escalade that I am not allowed to drive. <laughs> I have a $60,000 education that I am not currently using. That's hurtful. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. when you put it into perspective like that, uh, I'm not even fucking washing it. Fuck it. I can sit out there and rust out. I don't give a shit. Yeah. If I can't drive it, fuck that car. That's what I say to that. But it was a good, it was a good time. It was, it was weird, you know, because that was invariably the first question a lot of people. You know, there, there are some people that are just genuinely good people, and they know to ask a question in a better way. You know, like, so how have you been? Mm-hmm. What have you been up to? How's life treating you? Questions like that. Yeah. Those are the nice questions. Uh, the other people are like, so what have you done? I ain't done shit, motherfucker. Right. I decided that the world didn't need any more waiters. So I went <laughs> out and got me a job with health insurance. That's what I did. <laughs> I made me a baby. <laughs> Raising me a couple teenagers. Like, beat that, motherfuckers. 
so that was weird. It was B- being around a lot of people who uh, are pretty successful working in Hollywood and working in, in the entertainment industry. Uh, it was weird. No, it was funny because at one point, uh, uh, Forrest Mark is, is trying to think. He's like, he's talking about Transformers, and he's talking about how at one point an entire section of L.A. or somewhere got shut down. And he said, "Well, you know that he must be able to get that stuff done." A guy like him. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? I go Michael Bay. And <laughs> this girl sitting across the table from me is like, "Oh, sure, ask the guy who's not even in the industry the industry question." And I just fucking didn't even skip a beat. I just look at her and go, "Yeah, but I watch a lot of movies." <laughs> and then immediately she kind of felt, you could tell she felt, nice girl, but you could tell she felt like shit because she's like, well, and I appreciate that because I wouldn't have a job without it. And I was like, oh, well, there you go. Yeah, Good God. I carry the entertainment industry on my back, God damn it, because yep. I'm a consumer. Yeah, it is weird. It's weird that uh, it, the thing that I've run into is generally the people you didn't expect to make a career make a very successful career and the people who all thought they were going to, you know, the people that thought they were, you know, the fucking shit, uh, they end up as a fucking housewife in Albuquerque. Huh. You know, it's it's weird. It's It was weird seeing a lot of people. Some people didn't feel like the age of the day. Other people, uh, I showed up with a fucking full beard, salt and pepper, looking <laughs> <Yeah>. rough. <laughs> looking rough, man. Nice. Yeah. But, you know, we were in Ames for, uh, for two days, or a day and a half, I guess. And uh, so, one thing, it's a weird adjustment to be in a college town, because everything is cheap. Because they had it, if it were not for Iowa State University, the largest university in the state of Iowa, if it were not for Iowa State University, Ames would not exist. It'd be there'd be no point for the town. It's fair to say that, yeah. Um, and and so they keep their prices ridiculous. Even the hotel bar, like we went down there the first night because we'd eaten somewhere in Nevada. The first day when we were in Nevada doing the workshop, we the Chamber of Commerce took us out for lunch, uh, and then the the instructor of the theater program there took us out for supper. So uh, we didn't pay for any food, but supper. Made us so sick. Like Oof. the place we went to eat, I can't even. I couldn't even remember what you call what the place was called. Oh sure, name. don't remember the thing that could be helpful to others. Well, it, like, don't go here. It's Nevada. It's one of like you might, six places. You might lose your ass. <laughs> it was. It's like a little sports bar. And it's downtown, right off of Main Street, right on Main Street. I, I ordered some sweet potato fries because I wanted to give them another chance because I'd ordered them somewhere else uh, before and I didn't really like them, but everyone was raving about them at this particular yeah. establishment. And they had been cooked in dirty grease. They came out like you could see black flecks on them and stuff. And 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 I got a cheeseburger. It wasn't that great. Um, but Tony, poor Tony, like he <laughs> he was sick until like eleven o'clock at night. So we didn't end up going anywhere. Once we got back to the hotel, we just went down to the hotel bar. Once he started feeling better, and drank. You know, between the two of us, I think we had like five pints. And our bill, including tip, was under thirty dollars. That's not bad. That's real impressive for a hotel bar. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, cost that you much for like two beers. Yeah. And so uh, the second day, we, we got up, you know, I got up and worked out in the gym of the hotel, and, and it took a little while for us to get around, because he was trying to adjust to the time change and shit, you know, and so about noon, we went and had lunch, and, uh, and then it just all went downhill from there. Oh. Customer service in the Ames community is severely lacking. Like, they're not rude, they're just dumb, coach. They're real dumb. Really? Like, what? what, what? Well, the first thing that starts out, we go to the Sprint store, because he was having trouble with his phone. All right, so we're talking. Uh, we're talking to the to the customer service rep there at Sprint, and he's a young kid, college kid, obviously. And he's explaining to him like, "Hey, my phone. I can literally watch the battery go down, and it keeps telling me that a uh, like high power USB device is plugged in when nothing is plugged in." That's weird. Yeah, and so the guy's talking to him. He said, "So what I'm basically asking you is, like, what are my options? I just switched away from the family plan." Because they told me I I couldn't upgrade my phone on that plan. So I two weeks ago I switched to a new plan. Uh, I'm looking at the uh, the Note 4. 
Um, so what out of pocket would I pay for the Note 4? Because when I got online, it told me that it was zero down, but the full price of the phone. That seems silly to me because I'm eligible for an upgrade. I've had my phone for two and a half years. Why would it be full price? And the kid starts arguing with him. He's like, "Well, it, it, it wouldn't, it, you know, you pay three fifty right away, and then they stretch the rest of the payments out over the course of your plan." And Tony's like, "That's stupid. Like, why wouldn't I just cancel my plan, sign a new plan, and get the discount on the phone? Like, what what incentive basically are they giving me to remain a Sprint customer?" Right. Um, and the kid's arguing with him, arguing with him, and then his compatriot there kind of leans back and he's like, looks at him. He's like, "That doesn't seem right at all." And so the kid goes, let me consolidate with my friend here. Uh, I turn and look at Tony. Tony looks at me and I go, I don't think that word means what he thinks it means. <laughs> and he's like, no, it definitely does not. Um, <laughs> and so what? Uh, <laughs> and so we knew it was downhill from there because once people start using words like frustrated and consolidated and yeah. they use them all wrong, that's a bad deal. Let me consolidate. Yeah. So I'm like, that obviously didn't mean what he thought it meant. And so we kind of let that go. And then he comes back. And so Tony argues with him a little while. And then finally the kid's like, he's like, I'm sorry. I must have been wrong. And so so Tony's like, okay, well, um, so what would it you know, cost me for the phone? And he said – and they they come up with 350 right, out of pocket. Well, something else happens in the course of the conversation and it something throws Tony a little off, makes him uncomfortable with upgrading right then. Um, so he says, okay, well, the kid, the kid, do you have insurance? And Tony says, yeah, but it costs me $50 to replace the phone. If I'm just going to buy a new phone anyway, I'm not going to pay you $50, you know, whatever. He's like, oh, no, no, if you've never submitted a claim before, it's free. Tony says, oh, okay, well, then let's do that. He said, well, I'll need you to leave my phone with – you leave your phone with me here. Um, it's going to take three days to get your new phone. Tony's like, no, <laughs> like I can't live without my phone for three days. I have to have my phone and I don't live here. Like I live in California. And so I turn to the kid and I go, Hey, can you start the claim so that the phone, his phone is ready to be picked up when he gets to California, you know, so that he just has to limp by with this. Cause the phone still worked. Yeah, it's just it just horrible. wasn't holding a charge. Yeah. At all. I mean, he could literally watch it go, uh, drop 10% in three minutes. Wow. Yeah. Not even being used. So the kid, well, maybe I might be able to do that. And they, they go around and on and on. So I'm just like, don't, don't, I look at Tony and he's like, let's just go. <laughs> I'll just make it work. I don't want to get any more confused than I already am. And <laughs> so we leave there and uh, we go and visit with some people around town and stuff. And uh, he decides he needs to go get some shirts. He's gonna He's doing a performance the next day. So he wants to go get some shirts that fit his character. So we go to TJ Maxx. <laughs> I've never been to a TJ Maxx before, and I wasn't real clear on what type of establishment it was. Yeah. Apparently, it's kind of like a half price store or a yeah. Gordman's or something, where like they like clothes where there's just a little something wrong with them. Yeah, um, like one arm longer than the other or something, or like odd stitching. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So we we show up there, and he's wearing a. It's cold, you know. So he's wearing a coat. I'm wearing a coat. He takes the coat off and hangs it and lays it on the top of the rack, you know, and starts trying on some flannel shirts and stuff. He walks over to a mirror and comes back, and he looks at the rack. He's like, "Where's my coat?" I'm like, "I don't know. I thought you had it with you." He's like, no, I laid it right up here on the rack. One of the employees had hung it on a hanger on a rack. Jesus Christ. The problem being, we have no idea where it's at. Oh so I look God. over the top of a rack. I see a coat looks just like his. I go, is that it right there? He's like, no, I already checked that one. That's a Levi coat. My coat isn't Levi. So I walk around the rack and I find his coat, which is clearly his because it has no tags on it. Right. You know, and <laughs> give it back to him. He goes over and tells this girl, he's like, you know, you just hung my coat up. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. She was very embarrassed. But at the same time, I realized she was wearing brown, like, leggings, oh. and that's it. 
like not even a you know shirt that hung low enough to cover her ass and her yeah. cooter. And I'm like, what manager? Like where, where you work? You work in retail. Yeah. Do they let them wear that shit? No, Leggings? we're uh, no, no. We've had you're, you're going to see it occasionally, but every time somebody wears them, we tell them they can't do it again. Yeah. So it's so, like jeans or slacks, yeah. basically. Yeah. Or a long dress, I suppose yeah. they probably allow to. Well, we have a strict leggings policy unless they're flesh tone, and then it's okay. Oh, that's weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> we want it to look like you're not wearing pants from behind. Oh, that brings me to something. Like that. <laughs> oh, Don't no. let me fucking forget. I better uh-huh. make a note of it right now before because uh, that's, that's going to come up. Um, uh, God damn it. <laughs> uh, that would annoy me, dude. Hanging my coat up on her. Oh, that was, that was bad. Oh, man. I'm it, not done it yet. Gets better. No, it gets better. So oh, we, fit, right. we 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 go up there. Tony had gotten his uh, cell phone or cell phone, uh, his uh, credit card number compromised the week prior, and people were using his credit card to buy shit in Vegas. So he had to get a hold of Wells Fargo, tell him, "Hey, uh, that's not me. I'm not in Vegas. I'm here right now. The charge was made. Obviously, it can't be me." Um, so what they did was they issued him a card. Didn't have his name on it. Just says Wells Fargo member on it for him to use for his trip, which he had used and it had worked fine. Well, we're in line at TJ Maxx. He swipes it. It won't work. He refuses it. Says card unknown or whatever. So I buy him his shirts because he's paying for the hotel anyway. So why the fuck wouldn't I help the guy out, right? right. And he's my friend. Um, so then we, I realized I didn't put any cologne or anything on. And he's like, yeah, shit, neither did I. Let's go hit some testers somewhere. Well, TJ Maxx didn't have any testers, <laughs> but I'm like, I bet Yonkers does. So we go down to Yonkers and manage to sidestep all the spritzer girls, yeah. you know, and we get to the um, the cologne counter. And luckily, you know, I wear Aquadigio, and my shit's right there out front. So I just run up, done. Well, he doesn't know what he wants. <laughs> so he's looking around for something similar to what he uses, and the fucking cologne girl catches him uh. and starts talking to him. She's like, well, what kind of scent were you looking for today? Were you looking for something for this kind of activity, uh, this kind of the free kind? And he's like, he's like, well, I, I used to wear a Tuscany, and I said, Tuscany? When the hell did they stop making that? Like 1994? And I'm not shitting you, no exaggeration, dude. The bitch behind the counter says, 1994. I was born in 1994. Wait, wait. <sighs> and I go, oh yeah, that makes it better. And she goes, oh wait a minute, no, I was born in '93. How the fuck do you not know what you're here for? Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I go, oh, yeah, that makes it way better. <laughs> and so uh, so he's walking around, and uh, and so he starts playing it up a little bit, you know. And you know how they have those little uh, cups of coffee beans to yeah. clear your nose palate or whatever yeah. after you're done? Um, so she lets him smell something. He puts it down, and then she has him smell something else. He goes, where are my coffee beans? And she's like, hold on, hold on, I'll get them for you. And she brings the coffee beans. like, you fucking kidding me? And so we're walking around, and finally she asks, like, what Tuscany smells like. Is it a spiced fragrance or whatever? And he's like, sure. She goes, well, I might have something that you'll like right here. So she hands it to him, and she goes, it's got uh, lots of different uh aromas in it. It has saffron in it. Mm. And I look at Tony. Tony looks at me. I'm like. Huh? You guys should have been like, hold on. I need to consolidate my friend <laughs> yeah. here about the Saffron. <laughs> so she keeps talking to him, says something about another uh, fragrance, and I go, yeah, you don't want that. It doesn't have Saffron in it. <laughs> and he's doing everything he can not to shit his pants laughing at this point. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, yeah, I think I like that. But I'll just take this little card with me, and I'll, I'll make a decision later. You know, So I don't know whether he's planning on just rubbing around his <laughs> arms or what. But she goes, wait, 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 hold on, and opens a, a glass case underneath and pulls out a sample 
And he's like, this is the last sample. You can have it. And gives it to him. And then we got the fuck out of there. And I looked at him. I go, really? We just burned 25 fucking minutes in there. And we were already late for the dinner. Right? I'm like, you, for 25? He's like, I just can't be mean. I was like, you know what you need to be better than mean? Fast. Like, <laughs> get in there, get what you need, and get the fuck out, sir. But it gave you a story. I didn't need that story. <laughs> Safran's pretty Safran. good. I kind of like, needed it. Come on. That. Well, you know, and I should have known better. Like, looking at her, she didn't know how to put on her makeup. Like, she was a fucking mess. Don't run a bag of hair. Like, it just, I felt bad for her. Nice little body on her, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's just fucking horrible. Uh, yeah. Saffron. Saffron. So, amazing. Yeah. Anything going on in your world? Nothing as exciting as Saffron consolidation. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't got that shit. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, you've been following the story about ACDC at all? The conspiracy to acquire murder or yeah. whatever they want to call it now. Well, and then apparently he just got off scot-free. Yeah, well, I don't know what happened. Uh, me neither, but uh, they are in a fucking mess. Yeah. Like they're fucking one of their guitar players uh, gets the Alzheimer's, and then one of their their drummer tries to fucking have somebody whacked, but yet they still got an album coming out and still playing the tour. Yeah, what the fuck? Is it just gonna be the fucking Angus and Angus Young and Brian Johnson show or what? <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. Like, how do you keep a band together after two after those two things? Yeah. Like, how does that even fucking happen? Because I saw an article um, on the internet the other day that said, you know, ACDC unsure um, of their future after, uh, was it Phil, somebody? Well, I want to know. Okay, so they make, they've been a band for a while. They make money. Yeah. How can you not afford to pull off that murder? Ah, It didn't sound like he was offering a whole lot either. Cheap bastard. Allegedly. Allegedly. Just because you write a song about them being done dirt cheap well, doesn't mean that they fucking are. Well, like, that's the first, the, the first thing I thought of was like, really? Dirt deeds? Thunder cheap. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there were lots of jokes about, you know. I'm sure it was either high voltage or like, contracts. Oh, man, how many yeah. big balls he had to pull that off. Thunder cheap. Yeah. Cyanide. Yeah. TNT. Thunder <laughs> cheap. <laughs> I don't get it. What the fuck? And, and why, when you're that rich, why do you need to have anybody whacked? Yeah. They're just like, okay. Who was he trying to have? Killed? I don't know. And for, like, for what reason? But let's just know? say, hypothetically, it was some dude fucking his wife. Get a new wife. I was just going to say, you can afford like, a new you're one. You're rich. Yeah. You are rich, bitch, and you're old. So it's not like you're like, I don't want to lose my kids. <laughs> like, your fucking kids are 40, dude. Yeah. <laughs> They're waiting to replace you in the band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a Van Halen reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, it was. <laughs> oh, did, you, did you hear about uh, Bon Jovi? Uh-uh. Well, apparently, uh, Richie Sambora quit. He's done. Really? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. a while. Um, which is weird. Uh, you know, the problem I have with that is... Uh, uh, one, Bon Jovi's been terrible for a while. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I used to be a huge Bon Jovi fan, loved their music. But now that they sing everything like it's a ballad, yep. shut down in a blaze of glory. Like, dude, where are your nuts? Like, that <laughs> they used to were be shot a, down. Yeah, that used to be a fucking hard rock song, and now you're just fucking it up. I don't agree. Yep. No, yeah. I didn't know Richie was out. Apparently. Well, yeah. bad deal. Uh, what do you do? Have you seen uh, this deal on the internet, uh, this this uh, woman walking through the streets of New York? Yeah. Um, did you watch it? Um, I Like a minute or two. So what I saw of it, granted uh, what I saw was on Tosh.0, but I saw enough to know that it is fucking bullshit mm. because uh, watching it, I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, most of this stuff are just compliments. Like, it's not even like, damn, baby, you got a fun ass. It's like, you're looking good today. You are beautiful. Some of it was more. Right, like, I'm sure in that some line. of it was, but it's just like, you know what? And I didn't watch it all, but apparently, 
uh, Laura told me there's one point where a guy follows her for like five minutes. Really? That's a little bit. Well, what's he saying when he's following her, though? N- nothing. <laughs> oh, so maybe they're just walking the right dr- same direction. Mm, I don't know. I think he was like checking her out the whole time. I don't know. I didn't watch it. Yeah, it was hand in her back pocket or something? Maybe they're dating. And he's walking behind her, like trying to sniff her hair, <laughs> like, and like shit. curling his mustache. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I just I have a problem with that because one, it's total totally baiting, mm-hmm. and two, have fucking thicker skin. Like I just don't understand. Now, if every like if if they if they could show me a solid ten minutes uh, and, and tell me because I want it to be a fair experiment, right? Tell me it is a solid ten minutes. And it's of it's a ten minutes of fifteen minutes of footage, for example. Yeah. And ten minutes of that fifteen minutes is people being fucking rude. Okay, I'll, I'll go with that. But it's obviously so edited and so chopped up. And you know, the, the other thing that kind of bothers me is when people are saying polite things to her, she's also not acknowledging them. Yeah. So like, if somebody says, if I'm walking down the street and and someone says to me, "Damn man, you're handsome." I'm probably going to say thank you. I mean, it's probably not going to happen, but, but I'm just saying if that happens, yeah. I'll be flattered. It's all about the presentation to me. Like, so, so now, like, what, what is she trying to pitch? That it's inappropriate for, for you to ever speak to someone you don't know? To ever give someone you don't know a compliment? Yep. That's bullshit. I don't understand it. And then there was another video, I think I reposted it, of uh, this chick pretending to be drunk. I didn't watch that. I haven't seen that one. I watched it and it was such a fucking – it was obviously clickbait and it was obviously a pretty manufactured situation. And I'm not even 100% sure it wasn't all fabricated. Really? Because the guys that were coming up to her seemed so blatant and so fake that she was pretending to be drunk and asking for directions to the bus. And every guy that they showed tried to get her into their car. It's like, so what you're telling me is the entire time you're shooting this, and I'll call it a bit because I think it's that fucking hokey. Every time you're shooting this bit, because it's not journalism, right? There wasn't a single guy that was like, um, is there someone I can call for you? Uh, do you have a friend or somebody that can come pick you up? The bus is over here. Uh, maybe you should sit down. I'll find a policeman. Like, you're telling me no one. No one that they – so are they targeting? Are they targeting guys that they think are going to be smarmy yeah. to try to prove a point? Or are they only showing us the negative responses? You know, I find it hard to believe that every male that they encountered, that she encountered, tried to rape her. Yeah, what's that show? What's that show called with John Quinones? Where huh? he, it's, it's a show where they do things like they, they put people oh, in situ- to yeah, see how. Like the one where they take the white chick and put her in the black barbershop? Yeah, is that the one or, you're talking or about? like you know, a, a bride's getting fitted for a wedding dress, and her mom keeps telling her she's fat, and ugly. like they do yeah, yeah. horrible things in front of strangers, right. just to see if there are any decent people, right? And I see remember, that show, I they, they, they I do say, show you the yeah, good, yeah, they the show good you good and bad. And bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't remember the name of the show, but yeah, just do do shit like that. Just yeah, because that I think that is the one where they took the they took the white girl with the black guy to the barbershop. Yeah, and they were dating, and the the black women in there were bitches to her, and like telling the guy, "Why can't you find a strong black woman?" And then finally, one black chick is like, well, "You are all being yeah. rude." Or they do things where like somebody takes uh, they take like an assist animal with them into a restaurant. Oh right, right. And uh, the people like people protest like I'm, that dog shouldn't be in here just to see. Is it a fucking anxiety assist animal? Because they're right, or like they, no. that dog shouldn't be in there. Like a blind person. Oh, like a, le- like a legitimate yeah. disability. And oh, okay. Like, but people uh, are like, that dog, I don't not just I get scared if I can't pet my dog. Or like, I, I, but it's the other way around. Like they'll take one where it's clearly that person needs that animal. Yeah. And the waitress will be like, you need to get that dog out of here. That dog can't be in here. And other people in the restaurant, like half of them are like, yeah, fuck that filthy. Let's get that dog out of here. And other people are like, hello, 
He clearly needs that animal. You know what? That dog can sit under my table. I don't give a shit. That, like, dog, that man can't see. Yeah. yeah. Well, here, let me put your eyes out real quick he's and not, then you enjoy your soup. He's not just sad because he's not at home petting his dog. Like, I still, I still, I still, every time we go to a fucking convention yeah. and I see a quote-unquote service animal that you can buy those fucking vests on Amazon for $6. Oh, yeah. A uh, quote-unquote service animal and the person's walking around and very clearly can see and hear and, and, and doesn't just, seem stressed out yeah. at all it's an anxiety assist animal yeah. really fuck you like that's why you know what that's why the only cavemen alive were the strong ones like seriously <laughs> like at no point was like fucking unga bunga was he like me no pet saber tooth me kill self now <laughs> like, what the fuck <laughs> me can't me can't hunt and gather yeah fight dead yeah. Like, fuck you, dude. Um, like, come on. Get a hold of yourself. What else has been happening? Get a goddamn rabbit's oh. put, foot and put it in your pocket. People are freaking it. out about Kim K's ass. Uh, which was clearly photoshopped and oh, was an artistic yeah. choice. Yeah. I read about that. Did yeah. you? You read about the whole, the artist who did it? Mm-mm. Um, apparently, the the artist who who did the the photo of Kim Kardashian on a paper magazine. Yeah. Um, it's his style. He purposely, uh. It, uh, exaggerates parts of the form in order to m- either make a point or make them artistically interesting. Mm-hmm. So he literally probably just fucking used Liquify on from Photoshop on her butt and blew it up like three or four times. It's, I mean, she has a huge ass, don't get me wrong. But if you look at these photos, they just Google Kim Kardashian paper yeah. or whatever, or Kim Kardashian naked ass. Or honestly, and, just Google her an image right now, and it's yeah. probably one of the top oh, things that comes probably, up. Probably, so. and, it, and it's silly. Like, nobody really... It is weird to me that people are getting so bent out of shape yeah. about it. It's And it, it, of course, happened the same day that they did that, that comet landing. Oh, right, and right, And nobody right. talked about that fucking comet landing. Right. That ass was everywhere. Yeah. Well, I did see a, a great uh, a great comment. It said, uh, it said uh, posted, new picture of Kim Kardashian's ass. And it was a picture of Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> yes, excellent. <laughs> Looking like a fucking glazed donut. Yeah. It, was, it was weird because, uh, yeah, that comet landing... From my understanding, pretty big deal scientifically. Yes. yes. Uh, ten years in the making, um, and they, it was successful, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, are they still getting pictures of this comet wasn't around yeah. the fucking? Who would know though? So I wonder. I wonder then if, based on the positioning of the the lander, if they can then shut down a bunch of other systems and use the comet to propel it around the yeah, the maybe. solar system and take pictures as as it travels. I, it always. I, I'm always really interested. Excuse me. Really interested to know like when that thing takes a picture. How long it takes for that picture to get back to us? Yeah, you know, like, it, yeah. how are they landing that motherfucker? I don't know. Like that is so amazing to me because it's a million miles away or however far away it is, right? There has to be a delay in everything that they do. So these motherfuckers are so smart; they can account mathematically for the not only solar winds yeah. and shit, but the delay. Like when I push this joystick left, it's going to take 17 seconds for it to do what I right. just pressed it to do. And also if it's solar winding at this right level, and I need to add another 3.3 seconds to that delay. Meanwhile, what? this comet is flying at 12,000 miles an hour. Yeah. You know, I just, how the fuck would you even start to do something like that? And then I remember how bad I am at math. And I'm like, <laughs> Jesus, how does it? No, nope. I, I have a hard time getting spaghetti in my kid's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> There's no wind. <laughs> you should have seen that shit before you got here today. I was feeding her uh, Alfredo with spaghetti noodles, 
And I took a knife and cut them all up and then got them on the fork. And, dude, it's like fucking operation. Couldn't happen. Huh? Oh, it, I mean, it worked. We got her fed. But Jesus Christ. <laughs> and that's not even like a moving body. I mean, she's strapped into her high chair. <laughs> like, you didn't account for the delay? No, there was a delay. All right. <laughs> it's just me going, God damn it, it's in your lap again. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I would love to sit down with somebody and talk to them about something like that because it's just me too. But I'm afraid I wouldn't understand anything they had to well, say. Well, I'd be it. like, talk to me like I'm stupid. Yeah. And then they'll just use calculus instead of their advanced <laughs> math. <laughs> Isn't that still advanced math? Uh, no. To me, yeah, it is, it is to me. <laughs> yeah. But this, yeah, fuck. I just wow. Yeah. What the fuck, man? What else has been going on? Uh, Fucking... Not a whole lot. I mean, you know, watched uh, just watched some Sons of Anarchy. Yep. Uh, so I guess uh, spoilers. Be ready. Here it comes. Yeah. A lot of weird stuff happening on that show. Making it, again, I, I know last time we talked about it, it's making it hard to like a lot of characters. Uh, Gemma, please just fucking kill her. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't like oh, her. I She's think it's not, coming. I It may be. I feel bad for Jimmy Smith. Because there's just something about that Jimmy Smith. Yeah. Man. just something special. I feel bad for his character. This The show just opens strange for me. Like, it just opens with a bunch of fucking... Like, and it felt to me... Uh, when I was on the last season of Sopranos... I don't know if we talked about this at all. But somehow, when I put the the final disc in, it played the second episode on the final disc instead of the first episode. And I watched about ten minutes of it, and I'm like, there's something wrong here. Like, I've missed a bunch of shit. Is it another one of those moments where the Sopranos is treating... You know, has skipped ahead in time and just expects me to figure it out, you yeah. know? Well, then I go back and find out, no, it's just something in the menu fucked up and it selected the wrong. So I went back and watched the other one then everything made perfect sense. I kind of felt that way about this week's Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. I, I was like, wait, why is he fucking that chick? Who's she? Like, where the fuck did that girl come from? Why is Rat fucking the chick who's not his girlfriend? Like, just last week, Gemma told him to be, not be a dick. And now he's fucking this chick. Like, Jax is fucking a chick. He doesn't fuck chicks. His wife just died. What the fuck is going on? The only part that made sense was Happy banging that chick on the, the hood of the car and then uh, Tig fucking that dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And kind of a little bit uh, uh, Juice getting fucked by a Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Just fuck Juice. I don't, I don't care about him anymore. Right. I just want him to die in prison. Oh, yeah. Um, I, that's no reflection of Theo Rossi himself, who I think is a beautiful human being and a very nice man. But his, char- <laughs> his character is very hard to like right now. Yeah. Apparently not very hard to get behind, however, because that's what Marilyn Manson was doing. Yeah. <laughs> Romantically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so It's okay. He read him a poem later. It's yeah, fine. he did and snuggled up with him yeah. as he let Juice do some coke or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's so – this show is getting so weird. It really is. I, I just it, There's so much happening at once. It's so hard to follow. It's almost like at this point – Sutter's just going for you to be happy that it's over. Like when it ends, like oh thank God. Well, it, he is. He's just doing a lot of like Duzak Machina. Yeah. Like I, I'm still not sure exactly um, the whole culmination and solution to their problem with August Marks. It was one of those deals where it's like, what episode? What, what season was it that ended? With them all in the back of the prison bus, and, then there was and they like, had planned everything from the beginning, yeah. and you're like, okay, that's neat, and I feel great that the people we're rooting for are alive, but how the fuck, man? Right. That's kind of how I felt about them dealing with the having the white supremacist grease August Mark's entire fucking crew. Yeah, I th- I honestly thought they were going to send them there and just because they're fucking the Aryan nation, they were going to kill all these black dudes. Yeah. I did not expect the club to be there too and right. have it all be a plan. Right. I thought it was just. Uh, Rat and uh, T.O. 
Well, and then for Rat and Tio and what's his name from the Niners to have been in on it the whole time. Well, like, how did you know he was going to get picked up and not have a chance to call anybody? Well, like, and that's just the thing. They didn't expect that. Right. That's why it was very confusing. I'm like, in order for this entire plan to come into play, they had to get captured. Yeah. So it doesn't – yeah. yeah. It, they, they've pulled that trick uh, just a couple times on that show where just like the shit goes down and then you're like, so I'm supposed to believe – that that all went according to plan, right. even though there are clearly parts of it that did not go according to plan. Right. It would have been it would have been better had they just played it off like To and Rat kind of came up with this idea on the cuff. Like, hey, hey, they're black. Some of the Aaron Brotherhood's camp. Those guys will hopefully kill them. If nothing else, they'll kill each other. It's not on us. Yep. You know. And there we go. Yeah. You know, because that actually fits the f- the flow of the show better too. Because how often has that shit happened? Like two groups fucking off each other. And the sons are like, oh, 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 work is done for yeah. us. Good deal. Uh, moving along. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. I had a problem with that. I I mean, there was, like I was telling Jenny, there was some, it felt good seeing some of those guys die. You know, because oh, you're yeah. like, well, those motherfuckers, they killed Bobby Elvis. Yeah, you know? they deserved to. Yeah. But it just. And how, when they got, when they took care of one dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was all right. But it just it kind of, it feels like he's doing shit just to do it now. Oh yeah, and he's not paying attention. He's not being careful. I'll be interested to watch. That's the other thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, I, since we didn't record last week, we didn't talk about uh, the anarchy afterward. I don't watch that. But shit. You, you know the host that I'm talking about, yes. right? The blonde haired dude. Yeah. So last week after the show, he had uh, the guy who plays Bobby Elvis on, and he had him on by himself at the beginning, and the host was sitting at the head of the table, and so I think his <clears> name is Mark. Guy who plays Bobby Elvis, Mark. Oh yeah, Mark, Mark something Booth. Yeah, 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 yep, yep. Or Mark Boone Jr. Something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so he comes in and he's like, "You can't sit there. You can't sit at the head of the table." And so the guy like, "It's live TV." So and the guy is not improving well at all. He's like, "Well, okay, well we can we can trade places if you want to sit at that." And he's like, "Well, yeah, you know, because I was supposed to sit at the head of the table for a little while." And he's referencing shit from the show that the host obviously is not Doesn't fucking know. picking up on. And then he's like, oh, yeah, that's right, because you were supposed to be the president. So they both sit down, and then the host is like, I can't actually, you're going to have to move back here because of the way the audio set up and stuff. I have to move. So it's this awkward fucking five-minute confusion. And then uh, from there, it, it's supposed to be an interview, but the host is fucking terrible. And he's stumbling all over himself. He he's, he can't fucking get a good through line or a good rhythm to anything. They then they bring out uh, uh, the dude who played uh, who plays August Marks, who is awesome. He was also what well, he was also on because uh, I looked him up. He was in Dexter. Yeah, yeah, he was on he Dexter. Played Mike. Yep, 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 yep. He was in Dexter, and so uh, I was watching. I was watching that, and. Uh, um, he was really charismatic. Like I loved listening to him talk. He's a really likable guy, but it was still very awkward. So then Bobby Elvis leaves and they, they bring out the guy from the guy who plays August Marks and the guy who, uh, or and the chick who played, uh, the FBI agent that Opie fucking shoots in the back of the skull. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I have no idea why they're bringing her out. Yeah. And then they bring out the, the Irish guy that they killed when they killed Clay. So it's like supposedly the three most hated villains of Sons of Anarchy. And they spent at least five minutes talking about what a disaster it was when fucking Bobby Elvis was out there. I'm like, this is terrible television. Yeah. And kind of unprofessional. He's just backstage. You think he doesn't know that you're saying, man, it sucked when he was out here. Well, and and they made it out to be like he was almost like that uh, when Marilyn Manson was on Talking Dead. Yeah. Like they made it out to be like it was his fault. And it wasn't. It was just a terrible host. And he was very awkward and uncomfortable. So fast forward to this week. 
Anarchy afterwards on. You got uh, Charlie Hunnam. Uh, you got the guy who plays uh, Chips. Yeah. And uh, and they announce that Kurt Sutter's going to be there. The the show gets over and they cut to it and guess who's hosting? Is Kurt Sutter? Yeah. The fucking Blondie McBlonderson's gone. And already I'm enjoying it more. <laughs> you know, because Sutter and you can tell Sutter's hosting for the long haul for this episode because he's got cue cards. He's sitting between the two guests like he's, you know, Charlie Hunnam sitting at the head of the table because. Duh. Yeah. Right. Um, but so it's like I'm watching. I'm like, it is already. I watched three minutes of it, and it's already better. <laughs> you know. But it's like, holy shit! I think they fucking can that guy. Well, good. Sounds like he fucking sucked. I mean, I I suppose I could look. I hate nothing more than it being obvious that you have no idea uh, about the show that you're here to talk about. Right. Like, dude, no. Well, just be prepared for what you're, whatever you're doing. It's like, do you ever watch? Uh, do you ever watch Marin? Uh, no, is that on IFC, IFC. or something? I watched it one time, and it was an episode where they had, in his show, they had him on Talking Dead, and the whole bit is how he and Hardwick hate each other, you know? Well, or, or, or how Hardwick hates him. For a while, he, it wasn't a bit. No, but on, on, in this episode. <laughs> so the, so they have him on Talking Dead, and he's like, I don't want to go on Talking Dead. He's like, I don't know anything about that show. And they're like, oh, it would be really good for you to be on that show. A lot of people watch it. So he gets on the show, and Hardwick is just such a dick to him because it's obvious right away that he has no – he's never watched a minute of Walking Dead in his life. And he continues to just trap him with, well, wasn't it – you know, weren't, weren't you just so satisfied when this person made, out of the, made it out of this precarious situation? He's like, yeah, I was really psyched for that. He's like, yeah, they died two seasons ago. <laughs> you clearly have no fucking idea. What are you even doing here? Wow. Like, and I'm just like, oh, sure. That's what I feel like, though, too. Like, right. if you don't know, don't be on the show. Especially, don't run the fucking show. Right. Don't be the host. Um, hold on. Uh, uh, Sons of Anarchy. Uh, Kurt Sutter is taking the reins of Anarchy afterward. The Sons of Anarchy creator will moderate tonight's roundtable discussion following the newest episode of the Fox series, FX series. Uh, the program's current host, Chris Frangiola, will not be returning, according to a source. The comic stepped down due to his busy stand-up schedule. More like due to sucking. Yeah, or because last week was a goddamn disaster. How about that? That's uh, wow. There's another. There's another article here. Let's read it. See if it gets a little uh, more detailed or snarky because it should. I would think. Ah, this is Reddit. I can't. Uh, hold on. Um, live TV, folks. Am I right? Live TV. I watched the show for the first time last week and shut it off after that awful first few minutes with Bobby. Couldn't stand it. Boone did a number on him, and we are all thankful. This is Reddit. Uh, <laughs> is it Reddit? Yeah, it's Reddit. Sons of Anarchy Reddit thread. Uh, do we know what the fuck happened there? I thought either he was buzzed or he hated Chris and was trying to fuck him up. Does the cast hate working with Chris or something? Whether or not Boone was buzzed or he just hates Chris, that entire Anarchy Afterward episode belongs in uh, R backslash cringe. Uh, I have no idea. I'm guessing a little bit of both. It was so confusing to watch. Okay, good. I'm not the only one. Ha ha. said the entire world minus Chris Frangiola. <laughs> Wait, why did he schedule something else to conflict with Anarchy Afterwards? Oh, okay. It's just bullshit to save face. Why <laughs> can't. Why can't shit ever just be honest? Why can't what well, they really gonna be like? Oh, he he stepped down because of career. Right, he had one really fucking terrible episode, and by the next one, he's gone. Nobody thinks he stepped down because his his other career got really right. busy. Well, and uh, the Chris Frangiola official uh, fan page does not have any upcoming events. These are the events that it has hosted in the past. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just like that show. 
That's awesome. Uh, saw this on Tumblr, so I don't really know how credible it is, but apparently someone who runs a well-known Charlie Hunnam Twitter fan page said that Frangiola was not funny, and Frangiola and his friends sent a bunch of nasty tweets to the Twitter handle. Like I said, I'd take it with a grain of salt, but that's what I've seen someone claim. Uh, awesome. <laughs> Dumb motherfucker. I, I, just, I just think it's fucking great. I don't understand Reddit, so I'm doing my best to follow yeah. what they're reading. But, yeah, Reddit's but, real weird. Yeah, it's... It's almost like it's its own uh, follows different rules of time than the rest of the internet. Yeah. Like how stuff flows and ebbs, <clears throat> and it's very strange. Well, have you noticed how Facebook's a little different now? Like comments uh, flow backwards now. Like it used to go top not to always bottom. though, but sometimes yeah, and, and sometimes it goes bottom to top instead yeah. of top to bottom. What the fuck? Uh, there's a lot of shit coming to Facebook. I, 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 a girl that I went to high school with, she is like a marketing advisor, an internet marketing advisor, and she sent me a link to this deal today that um, you're no longer going to be able to, to publicize, like to use Facebook fan pages for advertisement, and they will penalize you for it what? by by burying your page and not sending it out to your because they they the, the, Facebook's argument is that they they've gotten a lot of feedback in the past that people only want to see the things that they want to see that that has interest to them first of all okay then stop following the page if a page is sending you fucking information you don't want to see stop following the page okay secondly the way facebook is set up is in order to boost a post it has to have x amount of views so like if i want if i want to pay to 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 boost the reach of a post for example the time that i tried to do it i wanted it to reach 1500 hits i was willing to pay five dollars for one day to reach 1,500 hits. They would not let me pay the $5 to reach 1,500 hits because the post had not already reached 1,500 hits. What? Yes, How exactly. Does that make any goddamn it sense? doesn't. It doesn't. But uh, according to this article I was reading, starting January 2015, they're going to penalize you on your Facebook page. So if you're putting out information, you can put out information. You can, you know, hey, um, this is the photo that I took of this. Or if you are attempting to do this in Photoshop, we recommend this. But if you say, you know, um, sign up for my page in the next five minutes and you'll receive 20% off. Nope, and here's my link to that yep, page. They'll bury it. What the fuck? Yeah. Because what she was advising to me was to build my own website. And I'm like, I don't want to spend any fucking money right now. Right. You know, and she said, well, you're not going to be able to use Facebook to publicize anything uh, after the first of the year. And it just doesn't make it. I, I still argue that what Facebook is trying to do is see how much shit they can do to piss people off before they see the fall off. Yeah. I think it's a, a, a massive social experiment. Hmm. I, re- I really, really, really do. I don't think that it has anything to... I mean, it's just... That's fucking weird, It's man. really weird. It doesn't I, make any goddamn sense no, at I, all. And I, I, I just... I don't understand what benefit it is to Facebook to do that. They don't need benefit. They don't give a shit. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. You know, they've got over a billion members, and they're making money hand over fist. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just... It's weird the arguments that they use to explain the shit that they do. That's why I still think that it's... There's a bunch of guys sitting in a room and like, hey... Let's try this, and then we'll run an algorithm to see how many people dropped off once this went into effect, and then we can publish it in some scientific journal that says that this causes human behavior to do this. Yeah, I mean that's I all joking aside. I really think that's what Facebook is now. I think it's a, it's a massive social experiment <clears throat> to see how far they can push people. It was like like we were talking at supper tonight. Uh, you know how much earlier. Our retail place is going to open. Are they just going to keep opening earlier until uh, no one goes anymore? Is that their new fucking experiment? The problem is it's too split. Half the consumers are like, this is fucking awesome. Bring it on. I love the thrill. Other people are like, that's terrible. I just don't understand what thrill there is anymore. And yet other people are like, that's horrible. I'll see you at six. 
<laughs> well, th- to me, there isn't much thrill anymore because when you're sitting out in line at four in the afternoon, it's not nearly as thrilling as sitting out in line at three in the morning. Right. You know, I mean, because it's not, there's nothing really. It's not interfering with much? No, and it's not dangerous, and it's yeah. not, you know, in the middle of the night. and It's, it's, it's just not like, a time that you would already normally no, be out doing things. No, it's just stupid because you should be eating a turkey sandwich yeah. at that point, watching the late football game. You shouldn't be standing in line to get deals that would have normally been deals the next day. Yeah. It's so – there's no lot logic that we're, we have this conversation every year on this show because this show drops the week before Thanksgiving, yeah. you know. Um, well, so, it goes the wrong way every year. They make the decision in the opposite direction. Yeah. And, and, you know, it, and what they don't realize, Walt Flanagan said it best on uh, Tell Them Steve Dave last week. If all the show, all the stores open at the same time, you can only pick one store to shop at. Right. But if they all open at different times, you can pick different stores. You can shop at more than one store. The problem is, and he's absolutely right, and we've all made this argument, uh, the problem is... It has become just as much about stealing business away from other people as it has been about being the person that gets... I would say more so. Yeah. It's more so about making sure... Everything's reactionary now. Oh, this company's opening at this time? Fuck them. We'll do six. Well, and who started that? Kmart, right? Yep. How's that working out for them? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They just closed like another 200 stores. Yeah. Obviously, it's not a whiz-bang business practice. No. It didn't save their bacon, right? Like, it just... Like, stop fucking up my holidays, assholes. Right. It just... You know, you know what it makes me do? Hmm. Sit at home on my computer, do all my shopping. Yeah. And then I even burn a vacation day on Cyber Monday. Yeah. And I sit at home and shop. And I do it every year because I never, I have yet to step foot in the last five years, step foot in a brick and mortar store to do any Christmas shopping. I'm largely the same way. Which is ridiculous. Like, it shouldn't be that way. But I'm so fucking infuriated by the way that the system is set up now that I don't give a fuck about supporting local business or anything. I shouldn't have to be inconvenienced in order to shop at your store. Like, right. that is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, when did it become... It be, it, now it's more about the store and less about the consumer. Oh, like, yeah. All right, fuck you. I'll shop Amazon. Yep. I won't pay fucking sales tax. I won't pay shipping because I'm pretty sure I can sign back up for Amazon Prime now. Yeah. Um, was it? It has to be a year? Is it a year? Something like that. I'll sign up for another free fucking trial and get everything in two days. Yep. And be able to watch some movies and shit, too, while I'm waiting. That's I got right. The whole weekend, I'm home by myself. Uh, Thanksgiving weekend is the most relaxing weekend of the year for me. <laughs> I just I sit at home by myself in my fucking underwear, <laughs> and I shop on the internet, and that's it. Uh, I think Cahoe's going to come up Saturday, though. He's going to be in. in oh, town. cool. Yeah, so probably go out and have some beers. But, uh, yeah, it's... Fuck, I don't know. I gotta hang my Christmas lights, but now there's fucking snow on the roof and ice. Yeah, where's it? Bitterly cold. Where out. the fuck did winter come from? Like, it is very early this year. And Jenny's like, it's not early. It's November. I'm like, yeah, but it's we never early. have snow this early. <clears throat> um, so I don't know what I'm gonna do about my Dude, Christmas I'll lights. I'll put it year. put it into perspective. I know that it's early because last year, I broke down and bought a treadmill. Yep. Like the first of December, because that's when I finally had to commit to running indoors. Oh, right. Because right. It has, we made it to December. Right. Uh no. We made it to like November twelfth, and I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck, it's cold out there." Yeah. yeah. Or like, "Hey, it snowed. Yeah. I don't have spikes on my shoes. Guess I'm going inside now." Well, and like you know, I normally because we have a split level house, yeah. And in order for me to do the upper level, I either have to get a really, really long extension ladder, which is going to cost me like three hundred bucks, or I have to get on the roof. Well, I can't get on the roof. There's snow and ice up there. Right. Um, and. I, and honestly, an extension ladder would be a pain in the ass because I can only do as many lights as my arms will reach out to the left and to the right before I have to move the ladder. And the weight of the lights then will pull all the clips back down 
You know, yep. so I have to figure out some way to clip it up there so I can only move far enough that I can undo the clip. It's a pain in the ass to do it by ladder. So I'm either going to have to <clears throat> pr- hope and pray that by Thanksgiving, because it's Thanksgiving weekends when I put my lights up, I either have to hope and pray that the, the snow will all be melted off the roof by then or just resign myself to only doing the lower level this year. Mm-hmm. And that breaks my heart. I love doing my Christmas lights every year, man. Yeah. It's like I really get into it. My bush outside is covered in snow. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I wish I would have just, you know, and maybe next year, to be on the safe side, maybe at Halloween, yeah, just I'll just do it. hang all the lights and just won't turn them on until day after Thanksgiving. Because I will <laughs> not, I will not have lit Christmas lights on my fucking home before the day after Thanksgiving. Well, I got neighbors that already did that They're shit. They're already on? They're already on. I saw a house in Nevada. I'm not shitting you, like dude. Like, full on? It was grid. Clark Griswold? Yeah. The entire, every wall, every wow. outside wall of the house in well, a grid. Well, and we're, like, Laura and I, use, we usually, uh, we used to put our Christmas tree up, uh, like, Thanksgiving night. Right. Like, we'd come home from Thanksgiving, and that night or the next morning, we'd put up our tree, get that right. shit going. Different plan now. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, retail. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you very much. My work schedule is different, and, and, that, and that is weird to me. Like, you know, there are stores. There's a couple stores. Oh, who was it that have promised uh, they will not be open on Thanksgiving? Last year at Menards, they posted their ad, and on their ad, I think there was doing... a note from, like, the company owner or whatever. Oh, saying, John and Larry. Yeah, yeah. saying, oh, it's supposed to be family. So guess what? We'll, we'll see you at 6 a.m. on Friday. Yeah, I think they're doing it again this year. Um, because and guess I, what? I bet you they sold out of all their shit they uh, were going to sell. Menards fucking destroys on Black I Friday. Know. Like, because that's where all the dudes go. Yeah. And their parking lot is always full, like overflowing. Yeah. Even with there being two Menards now, yeah. they're going to yeah, fucking yeah, crush. Still be fine. It doesn't they'll matter. Still be fine. It does not matter. You won't even notice a difference, I don't no. think. And, but there was another store, I can't remember, like that pledged, we will never be open, uh, open on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And that just seems smart to me. And like, I get that Walmart, you know, Walmart's open... Forever, twenty four seven. I think they're even open on Christmas. Are they? they really? They might. Be maybe. Maybe they're not. But they're open a lot. Like Walgreens is open twenty four seven, three sixty five. Yeah. You know, if you need a fucking gallon of milk on Christmas, go to Walgreens. Walgreens <laughs> are quick star. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Or, I don't even know if Casey's is open. But yeah, it's. I. And the shitty thing is, I love this time of year. Like I love the holiday season. Um, I love listening to fucking Arlo Guthrie sing Alice's Restaurant on Thanksgiving Day. Yep. Uh, I love Christmas carols. I love the holiday spectacular. Oh, by the way, uh, December 13th. Yep. Yeah, you got it? You got I think it? I'm already off. Okay, good, good, good. Um, yeah, it should, should be a good time. It'll be tough, though, because, you know, everybody, somebody's always sick that time. Of I year. know. So, I mean, I don't even know. You guys just chance it, or what do you do? Because obviously there's no way for me to know if somebody's going to come with a head cold. Yeah, we'll just have to see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if she's not feeling it, she might stay home, and then I come, right. which would suck. But yeah, it would suck still. a lot. But I mean, like, I, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, how do you guys deal with that kind of situation when you you know you're going to be around a lot of people where you can't check to make sure everybody's not ill? Um, like a work Christmas party, or you know, like, something like that. You know, be super careful, or like if it's really bad, she like would wear a face mask. Oh, right, which right. would suck. Right, right. So, but I mean. Would she just take one with her, and if she saw somebody coughing mucusy, then put it on? Or yeah, because yeah. I, I wondered about that because like, there's no way that everything you guys go to, you can right. have them call everybody who's coming and ask if they've right. been sick. Yeah, especially this time of year because somebody's always got something. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just especially now that we got a fucking rug rat. In the well, house, there are man. some people it seems like that from like late September through just per- constantly have a cold. Yeah, yeah, all the time. And I could honestly see that. I, that's kind of the way I've been feeling lately, and yeah. I think it's because she brings shit home from daycare with yeah. her. You know what I mean? It's there's always a little something floating around here. 
but I've also discovered just recently that apparently I'm way more unhealthy than I used to be. Oh, yeah? Really, yeah. I, uh, and it just happened last night that I started to put two and two together. I um, got off the treadmill last night, at, you know, because I work second shift, so I, I work out after work. So I got off the treadmill at like quarter to one last night, and I smell like cat piss. <laughs> I just, I'm like, did my cat fucking piss on my hoodie that I was throwing on after, you know, because I, I don't bother getting all, like, long pants dressed up, back up and shit to get in my car. I just throw on a hoodie and go out there all sweaty and gross and get in the car and drive away, but um, it's like, holy shit, I smell like cat piss. So I get home and I'm like, I gotta Google this because I've known, I know that's happened before and I've known, like, sometimes the boys' football gear will smell like ammonia. So I looked it up, Googled it, and it says that uh, if, if you are burning protein protein for energy it'll release ammonia something about the chemical breakdown it releases ammonia through your sweat so you can smell it or if you're dehydrated if you're not drinking enough water so it said more carbs more water um to solve that problem mm-hmm. which would explain why i probably one of the reasons probably that i haven't been losing weight lately is i haven't been drinking very much water yeah um you know you always think well if i drink water then i'll have all that water weight but your it body, you out, man. yeah, your body needs water. Yeah, it does. And I saw, I saw almost immediately. Yesterday, I started drinking more water as soon as I got home, and within twelve hours, I already felt a difference. Yeah. I had had a headache for four days. Jesus. And, and um, today, do. yeah, today, much better. And so, what I've been doing because I drink a lot of coffee, so what I've been doing is for every cup of coffee, I drink a glass of water, um, because you know coffee's diuretic and dries you out, and fucking makes you piss, and yep. you know so. So I'm hoping that that will be a big difference. Um, the, the carbs, eh. I mean, it's I, I like carbs. I love bread and shit, but it's just hard to get my I, head wrapped around. Oh, I need more carbs. You know, yeah, the, like, the water is probably more important. Yeah. But so I'll be interested to see um, when I go back to work in two days uh, if I still <laughs> smell like cat piss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate running on the fucking treadmill though. God, I yeah, hate it so too. much. I, I take a bunch of shit with me though because I've got to. I've got when I go to the gym. Take a big long cord to plug into the fucking surround sound, yeah. So I can have earphones and watch TV, because you know the treadmill's so loud that if you turn up the TV loud enough to hear it just, over the treadmill, you're like blaring the TV. Um, but it takes me a good fucking 15 minutes just to get all my gear set up to, to just listen so to you it. can yeah. run. Yeah. And I'm watching uh, back through Veronica Mars. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I finished the Sopranos, I didn't have anything else to watch. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I came down. I'm looking at my TV on DVD, and I realized. Season three of Veronica Mars is still wrapped in plastic. Yeah, I never saw it. that. Oh, you didn't see? No, oh. no. So I started back with season one because I know that all three of the seasons are related. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'll watch it back from season one and uh, go back through the her banging Logan Eccles years. And, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. See season three and then maybe buy the movie on iTunes or something. Yeah, check that out. Get it for cheap. I don't know. I haven't. Have you seen it? No, not yet. It's been on some of the movie channels. I probably should just set it to. I wonder wonder if it's any good. Mm, I'm sure it's all right at least. Did you ever find out if your in-laws have a Playboy channel? What? Remember? You're going to check? Oh, no, I haven't been out there. I haven't been out there. Like, yeah, you got to find that out. I'll find out. The masses want to know. Yeah. I want to know if they're watching the fucking pseudo porn. (laughs) Just Thanksgiving. Just flip through. I'll check it out. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I know the I know the lines are playing, but just hold on a minute. I just want to see if there's titties on your TV. <laughs> <laughs> this has been episode 245 of Misinformation Podcast. With you as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Love you. Spoil my dream, please don't ruin my night Yeah, you can spoil my dream, please don't ruin my night
I didn't need that story. <laughs> You've just heard the misinformation theme song, Hostile You, by the Matt Lees Band. Thanks for listening.